Welcome everybody to the Magic Beans podcast. We are back again for episode number ten. Oh, hang on, no, there's uh, there's an extra zero on that number. Wait, this what? This is episode one hundred. Goodness me! Wow, we think, made it. Uh, we, we're, we're, I don't think any of us actually thought we'd get here, but some somehow we're here. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, maybe maybe this is the end, but who knows? Either way, I'm your host tonight, and uh, my name is Shorty, and I have a few beans on the line with me here tonight, and uh, and also a whole bunch of other random people just kind of lurking in the background. So tonight we've got Stu. How's it going, mate? I'm good, mate. How you doing? Pretty good. We've also got Cracker. How's it going, Cracker? Very well, thank you. And uh, Chewy, you're just uh, waving a bat around there in the background. Well, we've made it to 100, and as is customary, you got to got to raise the bat. So, yeah, I, uh, I I didn't think we'd make it, and uh, we did it. Well done. Uh, yeah, Stu, yep, no. solid solid 60-odd from you, but uh, for, for the other guys, well done on making 100. 60-odd? <laughs> you reckon? Well, I didn't ever think it would be that high. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think the reality is none of us have actually done, done 100 episodes. We've all missed But I, missed but I would say that the three of you have gotten pretty close. So, well done, gentlemen. Yeah. Well done. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll get back now. Who's had the most? Well, maybe uh, one of our listeners uh, that are listening in live right now could uh, somehow go back and do a quick count and try and figure out who's have, been have on we the got most a Have we got a listener in there that really enjoys numbers and making tables <laughs> and spreadsheets? <laughs> That's it. J-Mud. J-Mud. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, mate. All you have to do is go back and listen to the first minute of the last hundred episodes and <laughs> <laughs> not including the evergreens. <laughs> That's great. Uh, all right, no, so I think we, we, uh, we tonight is too. tonight is definitely going to be one of those nights of just full of tangents. We don't actually have show notes for tonight. Uh, I think this is a, a first for us, not having show notes. But yeah, the other thing that is the first for us tonight is having li- a live audience. I mean, like semi-live. We've got people in the, the Discord channel listening, a whole bunch of them, which is quite surprising. But uh, yeah, they're all just sort of lurking in the background. We've got some bean sprouts. We've got uh, some other people who've been there right you, from the start. Are you running a canned laughter button on your soundboard? Oh, if you're not, you've missed a trick there for sure. <laughs> I, I, I've got I, I I've totally got just come to button. me now. <laughs> we've also got go, our illustrious sponsor, Pat from Justin Pat's MTG Design. So uh, we've uh, this event has, you know, Pulled in the uh, the big guns, so all of the VIPs have shown up. Sorry, Pat, we uh, didn't have a virtual red carpet for you. <laughs> well, uh, Chewy, while you are mentioning our sponsors, this is a normal old Magic Beans episode, which means we do have to shout out those fine folks at Josh and Pat. So, tell us all about them. Yeah, absolutely. Make, make, make it a good one because Pat's yeah, right better. I'm I'm sweating <laughs> bullets. No, uh, so absolutely, my pleasure to talk about our sponsor, which is the fine folk at Josh and Pat's MTG Bazaar. They are a Facebook auction group where you can get your hands on some physical magic cards. So auctions seven days a week. The premium auction, the auctions on the weekend are my favourite. So just go to jpmtgbazaar.com.au. That'll redirect you to their Facebook group. Uh, there's a lot going on in that Facebook group, not just nightly auctions, but uh, regular giveaways as well. And they sponsor us. They sponsor our, our leagues and our, our tournament series uh, at large. So it's amazing. So pick up a bargain. And when you do win, please tell them that the beans sent you. 
I think yeah, you're, I you're already getting trolled in chat there, Chewy. Uh, Pat Great. has just let you know that you are currently winning a Patriarch's bidding, Ooh. and uh, Pjol wants a link so that he can go and outbid you. Ooh. Uh, so, <laughs> Pjol, I was winning earlier today a foil transmogrify, and I've got the the notification on my phone, and I looked. I'm like, oh no, I've been outbid by my wife, who outbid me by a dollar. <laughs> so, so, how long before she outbids you on the Patriarch's bidding as well? <laughs> uh, and would we call that a matriarch's bidding? Yeah, it would be. Oh, I'd, I'd need an altar. Oh, hang on. Hang on. I am on tonight. That, that one was actually pretty good. I'm not even mad about that one. I've had yeah. a few of those pre-recording, and all right, we're, we're going for yeah. it. All right, we, we got it. <laughs> well done, Sue. Well done. Very good. I tell, I tell you what else you can do with Josh and Pats at the moment is they're running their token contest again, which is awesome. So I think that's still going for a little bit longer, another few days. And you can submit your ideas for a token because every time you win an auction, you get to pick from one of the many, many different types of tokens that they have. Two weeks longer, Pat says, which is awesome. So today is the 21st, so another couple of weeks, end of the month. Um, and yeah, you can get the Not the Threat token like Hemsey had made up when he won our Envy. And uh, we've got that prize coming up again. So Yeah, not not long till the Envy. <laughs> so, wow. It's like a bit over a month, I think like five or six weeks away till, till the Envy. So pretty exciting time of the year again. Should be good. All right. So, uh, yeah, as we said, we've got a bunch of people listening in live. We'll try and make this sort of make sense as much as we can for those listening on the podcast later on that uh, were unable to join us. But, uh, yeah, we had some questions posted in through the week and then, uh, yeah, people are going to sort of pepper us with stuff as we go and if we run out of stuff then uh, as we do have a question from Matty P he would like the full breakdown on how KCI works from Chewy so if you don't hit us with questions you, you're going to get stuck with that we're going to have a 30 minute now. episode so the rest <laughs> of us can tune out right? I'll get the yeah. cards out ready for the explanation we'll, we'll get out our uh, our colouring books and things like that and we'll, we'll mute ourselves and Chewy, you can just have half an hour of Chewy talking about KCI so. Ooh, I don't know if I can explain it in half an hour I might need longer <laughs> And that'll just about uh, do for the Magic Beans podcast. It's, well. yeah, nice. it's, it's been, it's been a hundred. It's been a good run. Thank you, everybody. Yeah, yeah. Well, it all starts with this. Ooh. Ooh, oh, yeah, that is okay. a pretty card. Where's that legal? I'm, show, I'm showing my masterpiece Mox Opal uh, on camera for those listening. I believe, uh, believe that in, was in, a, uh, in the future. That was a, a gift from, 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 from yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very good. All right, so I'm going to kick us off with a question oh, from Plunks that uh, no, posted a little bit early this week. So he said our first episode was posted in July. 2019 so that's that's over two years ago is that yep. correct yep yep that's yeah that is a, that is a long time <laughs> i actually went wow. back this week and i listened to episode one and we've we've improved i think we've improved yeah, yeah. I, think, I think we've def- definitely improved <laughs> we definitely sound a lot better but uh i agree uh, the question was uh was the discord and the beans league launched shortly after that and uh just sort of you know i guess start with a little bit of history seeing as we're we're on the hundredth episode so how long were we going, do you reckon, before we open up the Discord? I know, I know the leagues came after the Discord. That was sort of, yes. Uh, you know, we'd had the, the Discord running for a little while, but maybe it would have been at least a few months we were we were running the podcast for before we went, you know, we, we had a Discord set up for us and we were just, it was just us and, and a few mates and we were just sort of chatting about magic stuff and we just kind of hit a point where it's like, why don't we let other people in here? <laughs> it kind of makes sense. So, uh, yeah, that, that was a few months in, and, and I think all of us would agree, we've all said this before, that, that was, that's probably the, the best thing that's come out of doing this podcast is that community that we've managed to, to build in the, the Discord. So, 
that was pretty cool and and awesome to see people jumping on board. Yeah, for me, there was a real moment, and I, I can't even remember who it was. It may, it may have been Hemsy and Child Rebel Walker, actually, but I, all of the conversations in the Discord were us, or like you guys talking to each other and, and things like that. And then I got a notification, and I went, oh, what's Cracker and Julie talking about? And it's like, oh, there's another conversation happening on the Discord that's not us, like independent of us. And it was like, oh, we, we've got a Discord now. So it was that was a, a moment for me where it was like, oh, we're actually doing a thing now. So and I thought that was pretty good. So Yeah. And then yeah. the uh the the leagues we kind of went, well we've got we've got a small community here and we wanna play some tournaments and, and you know, see how we go. And we'd sort of I'd heard of other other podcasts and things with the, with their own discords running little leagues and we thought, oh well let's see how we go. And we ran a couple of small ones and, and they sort of very quickly grew from there to uh a whole tournament series. As yeah, I actually made one this year. First one, like the first quarter of 2020. Yeah, yeah, we did yeah. a I one think, day I think it was like event. January, February, or something like that. We we started the first one. Yeah, we did a one day event. I remember, and it was like, oh, this actually Chilange, works. Actually. It was fun. Yeah, and yeah, Chalange will have it there. I remember did we do it before lockdown. Sort of COVID started to really happen. Yeah, it was definitely before then. And then yep. COVID happened, and we saw that as an opportunity. So, as let's take the leagues further. The first one we've got was April Arena oh, League okay. in That's on 2020. Challenge. That's yeah, so we, we, and I think so we, we ran one two, or two before that. I think that. we, we yeah, did two before ones. that that I was yeah. running on spreadsheets. Yep. Yeah, yeah they, they were they were a bit of fun. But yeah, so last year, yeah, I think there was two that we didn't count towards like envy points. And then we went, okay, let's let's have an envy. Yep. <laughs> was one of those and, and the one where I beat you official. in the finals? Shorty, probably top three. I think I, I think I finished third. I didn't actually. But I beat you. <laughs> the important things. Yes, definitely. Yeah, bragging rights is is the most important thing in in the beans. So, uh, who wants else wants to pick a question from this list that we've got here? Uh, I'll grab one. Yep, go for that, it. That uh, Masonitas friend of the cast just posted in chat. So he has a question: uh, Do the beans have plans to run in real life events within Melbourne when things are somewhat normal? And if so, he would be happy to play in them. We would love think, to have uh, you in them. Cat, Cat Gamer posted this question earlier on in the week as well and, and sort of talking about if, if you know, there's a GP in Sydney or Melbourne, is, you know, are we going to run something there, that sort of thing. So Yeah, so those questions are kind of related, right? Uh, and yep. the answer to both of them is yes, I, yeah. I, I think. So uh, <laughs> yes. we ran one event, which was a, a charity event, uh, which is when we had the so pre-COVID, uh, right on the eve of COVID, really. Yeah, we had yeah, some, yeah, literally. Um, yeah, so we had some really significant bushfires in Australia, which seems like a lifetime ago. It was only a couple of years ago, and the two areas that I grew up in, uh, Wagga Wagga in in New South Wales, shout out Pat, uh, and Batemans Bay on the south coast of New South Wales, were absolutely like smashed with with fires and a lot of my family members and people that I, I grew up with, you know, went to school with and such, you know, some people lost their homes and animals and, and, and a lot of property. So I really felt like I needed to do something and I could have jumped on and, you know, donated a hundred bucks to the, you know, CFA or something and, and felt good about it. But it was like, well, why don't we host a magic event and, you know, we can, we could see if we can raise a bit more, you know, if I, if I could raise a hundred bucks, maybe we can make it 200 bucks, 300 bucks. And we reached out to our um, our local game store at, at Games Portal here in Melbourne, the local Highlander community. Uh, Pioneer was kind of the hot thing at the time, so we ran two yeah. two tournaments. 
And we ended up raising with, with entries, auctions and donations, uh, we ended up raising like two and a half thousand dollars for the CFA. So, uh, (laughs) like it was was incredible, like a lot more than the hundred dollars I was willing to part with. And, you know, we just got to play in a, a, a magic event and that's on our YouTube channel. I, I was, you know, floating around with the camera for the day. So it's pretty cool to go back and, you know, watch black lotuses on the table and things like that. And, um, it's just kind of the strength of the magic community right there. It was like play magic for a good cause, like tick, tick, I'm there. And, and we did it. And yeah, it was, uh, it was actually amazing. So it's one of the, you know, highlights for me of the bean stuff so far. Yeah, and we sort of had the intention last year of doing more of that sort of thing, you know, pair, pairing up with stores or, or running running in-person paper events, and obviously that just <laughs> didn't happen and hasn't hasn't been an opportunity to get that back again. So maybe next year we're starting to see restrictions easing here in Melbourne as of midnight tonight, which is Woo-hoo! cool, uh, and shops will be opening up again in the next few weeks, so that's, that's good. So maybe next year we can tee something up. Um, the hard thing is, like, if we want to run, we can't run san- sanctioned events without, like, an official store running it. So that that kind of makes it hard. But we can run, you know, our, our own sort of casual events. And you know, who, there's who nothing knows, stopping but... us from running a barbie cube. Yeah, yep. And uh, plenty of people posting in the chat that they would uh, fly down from, you know, places like Queensland to come and play in an in-person tournament. I'm just waiting for, uh, you know, DeBroom to, to post, yep, as soon as you announce the tournament, I'm, I'm flying over. <laughs> Come on, mate. It's not that far. I've got a spare yeah, bed, DeBroom. A spare bed for yeah. you, mate. Come on over, for sure. Uh, but, uh, yeah, if, if we do get a, uh, you know, a GP, you know, either in Melbourne or Sydney or, or so, some sort of major event, magic event, whatever that looks like in the yeah. next year, hundred percent. Like as soon as that gets announced, all of us are putting that in the calendar, you know, booking flights, looking at hotels, all that sort of thing. And, and we'll be there and, uh, you know, we'll be very keen to catch up with people and, you know, run cube or, or something, you know, we can, we can work something out and, and definitely play with, uh, with all you awesome people out there. If we get enough people, we could actually make it a, a thing and maybe have a nice Josh and Pat's vendor stall in the corner where people can buy some stuff as well. That'd be pretty good. So yeah. yeah. Yep. I, I like awesome. it. Awesome. Joel's wife right. can sing us some tunes. That's <laughs> <laughs> not going to happen. <laughs> Actually, yep. speaking of wives, there was a question. Let me pick that one. It was... Uh, I think it was one of Cat Gamers. Yeah, I think so. Whose wife is... Uh, which Beans team member wife is the best commander player? And <laughs> I'm going to go on a limb here and say it's Jen. Oh, I've got her commander which, which, which would be Jen actually, <laughs> Jack might be... It's either Jen or Jack. So well, Jack's Jack's I've, I've, never, dragon. She's I've never played Commander with Jen, so I don't know. I've only played Commander with my wife, and she yeah. beats me a lot. So a little bit of bias there. They need yeah, to battle. That's true. They, they need do to battle. They do. Yeah. Uh, my wife uh, refuses to learn anything about magic, except for the fact that my cards are everywhere and taking up too much space. That that is the extent of it. So I was I've been cleaning up where I have to move soon, and so I've been tidying up a bunch of stuff, and I just have just bulk that I'm just going to get rid of. And she's like, so you spent all this money and now you're just going to throw them away. I was like, no, no, no. I'm going <laughs> to donate them or just shush. Don't even ask about it, right? You know, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it's been fun. But the good thing is, though, when you get to your new place, you can go, I don't have a magic collection anymore. I need to buy more. I need to replenish. Right, exactly. Yeah, you need to get all of those enchantments. Yeah. Replenish, just bring them play. all back from yeah. the rubbish bin. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Put right. them on the battlefield again. So we need to make it happen uh, from at, after sometime after midnight yeah. tonight, Sue. 
we need to uh maybe we can do something on stream i don't know where our wives just battle each other It'll all be... four we, we need to make them all do it don't, that's don't... not just not gonna it's never gonna happen. come on my wife will never get will not cat, play magic. cat and amelia will hang so, out together they will not play magic so yeah. i actually have a question from within my own household tonight from, <laughs> okay. from my wife right. it's, it's a direct, perfect direct segue question here Let's here go. Go. Like where, where she asked when are we getting the beans wives on an episode of the podcast this actually I mean, after after amelia listens to one <laughs> <laughs> So Jen and I had this conversation after a stream because um, there's another computer desk just by me that my yep. daughter spends a lot of time on. Uh, but Jen was playing some games while I was streaming the other week. And what we're going to do is a cube, like Cheon style, where Jen picks the cards and I have to play oh, them. That's awesome. So oh, that'd be great. It's just going to it's it's going to be a complete shorty deck where it's just red white aggro but that's okay <laughs> yes jen and i definitely have similar that's styles in, in in play so play red get them yeah. dead yeah that's yeah right. definitely but uh yeah I, I mean if look if jen and jack want to want to jump on the podcast sometime more than happy to have them on jack's that'd, always that'd looking cool. for an opportunity to just get stuck into me so what? if she can do it in a record like <laughs> she's the sole reason for her wanting it's, to come on the podcast is just to review I'm, I'm thinking that that's the case i could be wrong so should you not. be on there with her or should you just listen once it's published after, after i think i prefer to listen once it's published we should do a reaction stream <laughs> which means i can be asleep by nine o'clock so ah, it's a win-win. <laughs> what we need to do is just get them on to like stream commander with us sometime yes. yeah definitely that's that, that's a th- that's the thing we need to do more of as well that's that's one thing i really want to try and do I mean, more frequently we, yeah. we do we do all end up you know, spending time together, like our families all together we at, do. at we our church out. camp. Yeah. So it's, it would be very easy for us to tee up a double date <laughs> commander game <laughs> of Chewie and Jen versus Stu and Jack. Wife swap? Oh, it's going to be interesting <laughs> in, a, in a commander sense. Like, come on, I mean, <laughs> I was thinking like two-headed just, giant. Just but, put all of know. our commanders in a bowl and... No. <laughs> Wow. That's okay, sad. on to the next question. Uh, who's, who's got another one? <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, um, a question that I've seen uh, from Hemsey, which is, uh, I think, is a good one, is that do you think we've improved or worsened at Magic in the last year? And, you know, a bit of that being not getting to play much or any in-person games. So, I mean, how much in-person stuff have we actually played in the last 18 months. We, we played a little bit over Christmas. Two PPQs, yep. Shorty and I have been to. Uh, Joel's birthday and yep. Chewie's birthday. Yep. We did the Aquaria pre-release. We cubed at Chris's at Chris, place. Yeah, and we cubed at Chris's place. Was that the same day where we Aquaria? No, we did one on New uh, Australia Day. Yeah. I, I reckon we... So it's a handful maybe, of times. Maybe 10 tops, not yeah. even. Yeah. Be less than that. Yeah. So what do you, do you think your... Your magic skills have improved, diminished. I mean, like from my point of view, I've played way more magic in the last 18 months than I would have if there wasn't a thing called Arena. So I think my magic skills have definitely not diminished, and but probably not, imp- not improved either. Yeah, um, but 100% when we've played those random paper things together shuffling and just like yeah, the mechanics technical. of yeah. things so are all over the place. <laughs> and, and remembering stuff. I think yeah, remembering of, triggers. The, the thing that I think I've improved the most on is card evaluation. I, I think just like talking about sets and kind of 
getting deeper into them and just sort of looking at how the game works. Yeah. And so I think about it more than I play it, I think. I do. I just I think about magic more than I play. So yeah. that's but, a result um, of doing content creation and, yeah, being, and being yeah. an influencer more than being a magic <laughs> no, player. No, no, that's... T- <laughs> Yes, that's oh, yes. the wrong button, man. That's, the button. Uh, that's great. No, that's that's the right button. Uh, I'm thinking back. I I think I've like had real ebbs and flows in the last eighteen months. I've had um, I've had two PTQ top eights in the in the last eighteen months, uh, as well as like a five three, uh, and then I've scrubbed out of a couple as well. But uh, then I've had times where I just can't buy a win on arena as well like i just you know i'm operating at a sub 50 percent win rate for weeks and then you know things come come good so i think overall i've probably like shorty maintained but i've definitely had peaks and troughs but i guess it's probably normal maybe we've just been more because you know when you're playing in paper you know you either feel good about your result or you don't regardless of what your win loss is but on arena you've got the the plugins like the untapped and things like that. You, yeah. Like you've got more information. <laughs> you can so. literally track your win yeah, loss yeah. percentages. Yeah, and like yeah. That, which, so it is a good thing, but sometimes it's a bad thing. Yeah, <laughs> you know, exactly. I, I mean, I don't, I, wins and losses feels like not the, I mean, it is a good metric to see if you've improved, but it's not everything. Well, no. I don't have comprehensive yeah, yeah. data beforehand either. Yeah. So I've got nothing to compare it to. So, but yeah, I don't think I've gotten any worse, but I probably haven't improved either. I yeah. think for me, even though I've played more magic, it's a different kind. Mm. Best, it's be- like you see, best of one, best of one. Yeah, but you know, you just <laughs> like it's so easy to sit on the couch or with your laptop or your phone and just like bang out ten games of arena and not having paid any attention. Yeah. yeah. Whereas I remember when we were deep into modern before COVID, like I would know what deck someone was on by the land they played. Yeah. Like you would put someone would play a fetch. And I could put them on three decks. Yes. Hogak. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, yes. But I remember someone played a Dark Slick Shores once and I was like, oh, you're playing Adnors. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Because just no one else played that land. So, like, I think that, you know, it's obviously we, we were never huge standard buffs before. Like, we were always into Commander and Modern. Like, that was definitely our kind of our main thing. Yeah. I mean, if you if you lead on a Drowsy Temple, it's pretty obvious what you're doing there, Chewie. <laughs> yeah. um, but, you know, like... I think that's the difference for me is that like, yes, probably the, the sheer volume of games is higher and, and from some respects, you know, you have to be keeping your skills to some degree, but at the same time, I, I don't know that the level of concentration has been the same. So yeah, I've, definitely. I've got a question, which is a halfway decent segue from talking about our favorite modern decks and showing on the camera, uh, El Jazi Temple. So this one's from up at six. What was the first deck you really loved slash understood? And what are the decks or events that stick with you in your memories and raise a smile? So I reckon let's go with the people with the the least experience, most recent, sorry, not least experience, most recent experience first. Oh, so, least experience is true. Yeah. So I'll be, <laughs> yeah. So what's, uh, what, what was, what was the thing that, what's the deck that hooked you in? All right. So. The I never had a deck until I got back into Magic just be well just just before you guys started the podcast and like before that I had a, a green M10 intro deck with Colonial Behemoth which was cool it wasn't very competitive obviously so my first actual deck and and I st- I still love it and I still play it is uh, modern eight whack 
Oh, which yeah, is right. goblins. I forgot that. With yeah, yeah. Go- goblins, so goblin yep. eight work, and it is. It was so much fun to play, and I I, I would like to uh, sleeve it up and play it again, but hopefully soon. And in terms of uh, memories with it that actually stick out is that for those that don't know eight whack, it's about you know playing bushwhackers, reckless, and the other ones. I've forgotten. It's just goblin bushwhacker. Goblin bushwhacker. Goblin bushwhacker yeah. and reckless one, and just. Pumping your guys and just swinging in for the beats constantly. Pile you know, driver, go- man. goblin guide on one, bang, 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 and <laughs> the, you know, and one of one time I, I think I played against Chewy when KCI was still a thing, and I smashed him. Before yeah, not a good matchup for me. Not a good thing. matchup. No, <laughs> uh, but and then it, I guess it's it still makes me smile because I, I again I play Magic for the experience more so than win loss. So I, I just love the game. So when you know. I would play it and you'd be like in your, I think, affinity and sideboard. So chalice on one, bang. And I was like, oh, I can't do anything with my deck anymore. But it would still be so much fun just to, is there any way I can do something? And hopefully my sideboard artifact smashes are going to do something. But um, that's sort of my experience of, or my, my first experience with a deck, a constructed deck. I remember playing you in that instance and it was a, it was, there was a turning point that I certainly experienced, and I think I was on the receiving end of a you know an enormous pile driver where it was like, oh, I'm playing it, Stu. You know, I'll I'll humor him. I'll have a bit of fun. I can <laughs> dirtle a little bit. To then, oh my goodness, I'm dead on turn three. Like yeah. the the he's figured it out. The pennies dropped, right? And yeah. Stu now knows this deck, knows what hands to keep and what to mulligan, and the you know even that like those mono red. Uh, aggressive decks get a bad rap and we like to rib on them for being simple but if you play them well then you know you're going to, to you know do really well and I, I remember seeing that and we've talked about previously on the cast that moment Polywaffle won his first tournament and, and being there and how much of a level up moment that was for him uh, that was a similar moment uh, from my perspective at least for you Stu so yep. and it was like I can't just like have fun and goof around with Stu because he's probably going to beat me and you beat me plenty of times um, since then with your crazy ultimatums in pre-releases and stuff but <laughs> that's gonna, so good <laughs> yeah so I yeah. have to bring that one up then that's good yeah. so Cracker what about you what's your what's, what deck you're the first deck that really grabbed you that, that you were really excited about I mean I played a lot of magic a lot of kitchen table magic I remember when um, modern became a thing and I was like, but we play magic. Like my, my, with my mate at lunch, we played, you know, like Ponder got banned. I'm like, well, I don't care. It's just like magic, right? Whatever. So I, I did a lot of that for a long time. But then when I kind of got back into it with you guys, I built Living End. Like I saw Travis Wu, for people who remember T Wu going back, he, he was kind of the originator of that deck a long time ago. And I watched a YouTube video of him playing. And I was like, this just looks like the most fun ever. And it didn't cost thousands of dollars like OG Jund with goifs and lilies and, you know, like Deathrite Shamans and all of the, the craziness that like Jund was then. And that was one of the real powerhouses of modern. Uh, and yeah, I just, I built Living End and, you know, like that was the most I'd ever like bought for singles. I remember sending you guys a message like, oh, like I just placed the biggest order ever for magic cards. It was like $90 or something like that. It was just <laughs> like, everyone was just laughing at me, but it was, it was like a big deal for me, right? Like I was, I was putting this thing together and then just learning it. And you couldn't even pronounce black cleave cliffs. I still point. can't. Yeah. Yeah. I still can't pronounce black cleave cliffs. It's fine. So 
I mean, that that was my pet deck, and you know, it was bad for for a very long time. And then it's, it's really Ammon, good now. I know, I know. Amonkit <laughs> came along and um, Hour of Devastation, and it got a real shot in the arm. And there were some really good cards that came along to that. And so we went to the Team Sealed GP, which was like the first Beans event that we were the Beans for. And we all flew up to Sydney and uh, we scrubbed out of that real bad. <laughs> we, we, but we played side events and I went, we just we just jammed modern side events for the rest of the time. And I remember going like 4080 with um, Living End on one of those things. And I was like, I, I just... It was, you know, like sometimes you just can't lose. Like you just, just gives you everything you needed to and you just got like the perfect matchups. And I remember sitting down and I was talking about, you know, people playing the land and you, someone went turn one Elvish Visionary or Elvish Mystic. And I was like, it's free. <laughs> it's <just> free. <laughs> I was so excited. I've never been so excited to see an elf before in my life. And, you know, it was just, it was stuff like that. Uh, that would have been the 2017 event, Kat. Yeah. When, when. And and so that that's that's like the moment for me where I kind of I was running at my hottest. I think I went three and one, and then four and zero oh in the the couple of like double up modern side events, and then we like pulled our resources and got just boxes of cards, and then I left my deck at the event, which was awesome. <laughs> fortunately, fortunately we got it back. Um, but yeah, that that's that's kind of my 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 thing. And now it's really good, and I don't want to play it anymore. <laughs> yeah, I remember. <laughs> When you were running really hot, Shorty and I, and the benefit of being friends for really a long time is sometimes you can communicate without uh, actual exchange of, of words. And we looked at each other and gave each other a little nod and we were like, oh yeah, so we're going to just pull all of our points now and, and all get prizes, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. right, that's great. Shorty, is it uh, Mordivore or Magnivore? What's your what's your favourite deck? What's your pet deck? Or is it uh, Ma- Magnivore. No, no, it's Ma- Magnivore, so... Yeah, like uh, two two different decks to answer that question. Like the my favorite deck of all time. I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but there was when was that? This was like two thousand and seven. OG Ravnica standard. Yeah, whenever that was. Uh, yeah, there was a there was an is it spells? Uh, well, not even a spells deck, but it was a it was built around a card called Magnavore, which is a two red red hasty uh, XX, uh, where its power and toughness are equal to the number of sorcery cards in all graveyards, and so. You uh, bounced your opponent's lands back when you had cards that cost not much. Was it single blue? Is I have, I have Bo- no way. Boomerang? No, blue, blue, blue. I have no way. And Boomerang. And Boomerang. So you bounce your opponent's lands, you play Signets and things like that, and then uh, you play Wildfire to wipe the board of any creatures they've they've managed to play and destroy their lands, and then you play your hasty Magnivore and bash their face in. And I think that was like the first deck that I kind of... I just enjoyed playing. It was just a, a lot of fun to play. I don't think it was that good in the meta, but I, yeah, I definitely enjoyed playing that deck. Did I build it and then sell it to you? Did... I have no idea. Well, I know we Can't played remember. a teams event. You, you, me, and Jen played a played a teams event. We got crushed by Zhao and Defing and uh, yeah, one of their, all of, one of their mates players. or something. Yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> yes. I think we had a winning record for that event, but just we're nowhere near top eight by the same thing. I yeah, think we were, yeah, I definitely think we were like four three or something. Yeah, but I think like actually understanding a deck and and really knowing how to play it, I, I, that honestly hasn't happened until the recent mono red decks in in standard. Like I've I've always enjoyed aggressive red decks, and if you know how to play aggressive decks, you you can kind of pick up any aggressive deck and and do all right with it. But really knowing how to play a deck properly and 
you know, how, how to win out of horrible situations when you are playing those terrible uh, those aggressive decks. I don't think I really learnt that until the most recent sort of versions of of mono red over the last sort of that cycle that we've had over the last sort of two years or so with with the various rotations and yeah had had a lot of fun and fair bit of success playing them as well and I'm, I'm kind of lost <laughs> i reckon <laughs> you were my, pretty uh, close to that with grixis shadow like when the there were the yeah, early modern, team of battle yep, rage yep. lists and that you played that a lot yeah and you yep. were really good with that deck mm. yeah. scary to face for sure sure <laughs> uh so uh, what about you two uh, so, I mean, my default answer, people would expect me to say KCI, but I've been playing Magic a long time, and the question is the first deck, and uh, I had to think about this pretty hard, but because there's been, you know, KCI and uh, Eldrazi Tron, I feel like, uh, you know, a couple of top eights, uh, I felt like I've got a decent handle on it. Um, Tom D in the Discord probably thinks I'm a complete scrub with it. Uh, he's been <laughs> playing the deck a lot longer than me. And there's been limited format, so slightly different, but like, like Lawn Limited, uh, I did really well at, um, and, you know, from at a Grand Prix level. Uh, but the first one, the first one that really clicked with me was probably Affinity, uh, like modern Affinity. And that was, yeah, there was a, my first ever deck was the Arcbound Precon that I, I got for, for a present from a friend. So there were cards that I was, you know, familiar with and had a bit of nostalgia attached and then all of a sudden they're good and I'm, well, so they're always good, but you know, I've added, I've made the deck good and yeah, then I, I found myself, you know, playing, you know, whatever event was up and felt like, you know, I knew when to go for it. And that was the thing. It was like, do I slap cranial plating on this and sack everything or do I, you know, do my infect land thing and all of that. And it's like, do they have it? Do they do they not have it? And I feel like that's really carried over into my gameplay a little bit, sometimes to my detriment, where it's like, if they've got it, I lose. and But if they don't have it and I don't do anything, I lose. So you've just got to ask the question. And sometimes they've got the path to exile when you, you know, put all the counters on to your Ink Moth Nexus. And that happens whatever the equivalent of that is in any game or format that we play, I always am inclined to ask that question and just be really proactive. And I think that's part of just being an affinity player for so well, long. That takes a, a lot of skill. Like Someone was talking about that on their podcast I listened to this week, that um, that's sort of what separates, not that I'm putting you in this category, but that's what separates the players that were playing at Worlds, you know, the really high-level players, that they're able to identify... Look at us, we're doing actual magic content on this episode. Know, right? um, they're, they're able to identify, uh, you know, those situations where it's like, okay, if I don't act now and start putting that pressure on, in I'm going to lose in five turns. Sometimes by just, I've just kind, just kind of doing nothing, and so yeah. I have to, I have to ask that question now. Yeah. And if they've got it, they've got it, and yeah, I'm probably going to lose. But if I don't do anything, I was going to lose anyway. And being able I to identify that and act on it. There's certainly I think that's times- one of the hardest things to learn. Yeah, yeah, is, and, but, but, but it's also so vital. It is, and there's times you, where you I go, I should have asked this question three turns yep. ago. Absolutely, and sometimes it's like I've asked the wrong question. I had I identified it was time to ask a question, but I just I was asking the yeah. wrong question. Yeah, uh, and that's you know that's why I'm not. You know, but again, that's but again, that's a, that's a part of learning, and I think it's really important to explore the questions that you can ask, whether they're right or wrong. You're never going to know if you don't do it. If you if you if you play too conservatively, which I tend to do 
which I'm working on getting out of. It's like like Shorty said, you're going to lose anyway. Like what 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 am I waiting for? You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, correct. It's that, and that comes down to knowing the format as well. Yeah, like knowing what your opponents are doing and what their potential answers are and how badly that hurts you if they do have it. So yeah, that, that is just about experience and knowledge and chewy is very keen to say particularly in limited there's no such thing as a wrong threat but there are lots of wrong answers and as someone who has sat there with essence scatter in hand when people are casting non-creature spells or when they sit there with (laughs) negate and they're casting creatures it feels bad man like having the wrong counter spell feels gross and i i I love just Just being proactive green creatures i guess i love being (laughs) proactive in magic and and that could that takes different forms sometimes it's just playing goblin guide and, and trying to get him dead. But sometimes it's just, you know, assembling your combo or just trying to put your opponent under pressure. And, like, I'm way paraphrasing here, but, you know, that that quote about the threats and answers, that's a Finkel thing as far as I'm aware. Uh, but uh, he's also quoted in saying that, you know, the more decisions that you make your opponent make, the, they're going to make more mistakes because yeah. they get a percentage of things uh, wrong. So put them in a position to make a decision. And, you know, when they make a mistake, you capitalize on that. Now, obviously, he's able to recognize what's a mistake and what's not better than, you know, the rest of us. But uh, I, I think it's really good. I And there's a downside to it. Sometimes they have it and you get blown out and you're like, you walked into that, right? And I remember in a modern event, I got absolutely destroyed by Settle the Wreckage uh, on stream. And it was just like, <laughs> they're dead unless they've got exactly Settle the Wreckage, right? And they had it. Whatever they got it. Um, were they were they fiddling with a vampire token at the time? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did they give you the good game first and then do oh. the? <laughs> Hi, Jamie. Uh. Sorry, man. <laughs> no, you. I'm not sorry. That's no. Yeah. That's that's the best. That's like an MTG top five clip. That one. Yeah. Yep. yep. Thanks. No, no. I just I knew I knew Jamie had it and I knew I was dead. That's oh yeah, yeah, sure, sure, yeah, absolutely. The Dirdler in chat did point out it was from midweek metagame. I, th- I think it was actually Paddy Robinson who, uh, who's a ex Melbourne player. We've definitely, yeah, no, Paddy. I've, yep. I've played against him before. Yep. Uh, he's a much larger person than me, <laughs> so he's quite a tall person. Most and, of us, uh, are. my seven year old, yeah, well, that's a person. That's, yeah, <laughs> that's Have you, you haven't seen Estella true. recently, man. She's yeah. definitely taller than you now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but anyway, that is uh, that is enough real magic yeah, yeah, <laughs> conversation yeah. for this non non. What's the next episode. question? What's the next question? Uh, we did we did have one from Debrew asking when was the last time I was on a skateboard? Um, actually, well, I think at Christmas time I was on a skateboard, but uh, the last time I had my own skateboard and and was on a on a skateboard properly was quite a few years. But uh, yeah, definitely spent my youth on uh, either rollerblades or skateboards. But Cracker, were you a skater? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I have a long board. Chewy, I don't think you were. You were I a surfer. I dabbled. Yeah, mostly yeah. surfing, uh, but have dabbled. I can, you know, do an ollie and rock the fakie and things like that. Could never land yep. a kickflip without twisting my ankle, but yeah, never I, got I, right into it. I couldn't get on a skateboard without twisting my ankle. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I think my knee would just collapse if I tried it now. Like, do an ollie and just immediately, you know get into a back of an ambulance is probably where yeah. i'll be well just yeah, talking yeah. before the cast uh because shorty's been a bit unwell and has lost a kilo or two which has put him into the negative weight category uh <laughs> but i were last time i did anything like that i was like 30 35 kilos lighter than i am now so yeah yep. i wouldn't even try i just yep. my old no points. i uh i definitely have had you know a quite a extreme sports 
youth, I guess, or, or even into my late... How many times did you late... break your back on motocross, Shorty? <laughs> 13. Uh, so my, my list of broken bones is quite large. I've, I've had nine, I think, broken bones in my arms. I've got three compressed vertebrae. I've broken knuckles and fingers and toes and... Uh, yeah, a couple of knee surgeries, things like that. So, yeah, I've done, uh, yeah, dirt bikes, uh, skateboards, rollerblades, and uh, now I'm on to mountain biking. So, that's, good, uh, that seems, good. It's, it's very Going safe. Going down hills near trees really fast. There's <laughs> yeah. no way that'll go back. You live in the right <laughs> area. surface. Yeah. I do. So, yeah, Cracker, yeah. you've had, obviously, a, a, a small explosion go off next to your head Correct. and a knee reco. Have you had broken yes. bones? Yes. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, touch footy. We were training for the semifinals and I intercepted the ball and one of my teammates tackled me <laughs> and landed on my leg and split the tibia lengthways. Oof, oof. And uh, I had to get a screw put into my ankle and stuff. It was like two weeks before my sister's wedding and it oh, was nice. good times. Yeah, yeah. So missed the finals and, you know, all that stuff, but uh, would not recommend. Still would break an ankle over knee surgery every time. Yeah. Uh, oh. Stu, you look like you've broken a few other people's bones. Have you broken any of your own? <laughs> How many knuckles did you break on Jason's head? Oh, I tried many times. Which is our serious in the uh, in the Discord, yeah. right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so listening I, in I, chat right now. <laughs> I broke one of my toes towards the end of last year. That's been it. I'm wow. relatively sturdy, I guess. It's or, not very, or not very adventurous. In any case, <laughs> I did get hit in the head with a block of wood once. And for, for those on camera, there is a big scar that you can't quite see. It's along here. It's amazing the swelling's never gone down. No. <laughs> <laughs> but I, was, I think oh. I was nine at the time. My cousin threw a big block of wood and it hit me in the head, split it open. And yeah, and Arcturus has just said in the chat there, oh, I remember seeing your skull. Like, is that the moment that he got in the yeah, 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 yeah. That was it. He was like, uh, "Yeah." <laughs> we we were out getting wood with my with my grandfather and a couple of cousins and Arcturus, and we got back to my grandparents' farm, and my mum was there, and I had a beanie over my head, and I put pulled the beanie off, and I said, "Mum, look at this!" Split it open, and you you could see my skull, oh, like there was bone oh, there. That's <laughs> yeah. I've never had to like, despite all the breaks I've had in my arms, I've never had a break like. Break like the a skin sort of, sort of thing, yeah. Where it's yeah. actually, yeah. Like I, um, <laughs> I think the last time I broke my, I broke my left wrist. I was rollerblading and I stacked it and I, I landed on my like sitting on my arm and I and I broke it right where the lump is on the end of your oh, wrist and no. my 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 hand was rotated sideways to my arm. So I've like sat up and it's like, oh yeah, that's broken. And and this is like the ninth time. So I I know, I know what I've done and and I pushed it back into place. It's just like, yeah, that, that's meant to be over there. It's just like, well, while, while nothing hurts, I'm just going to put that back into place and give it a bit of a feel. It's like, yeah, that feels fine. And uh, it's like, I'm just going to pop up to the hospital. So I drove myself to the hospital. It's like, walk in. Oh, I've broken my arm. How do you know? Oh, well, it was like this and, you know, now it's not and whatever. And so they do, do the x-ray, put the cast on and it's like, oh, okay, cool. Back to the skate park. Keep skating. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, I agree, Joe Mud. Magic cards. <laughs> Uh, all right so uh yeah let's get back onto some some sort of vague uh, magic thing we have had uh you know a couple of questions again about running paper magics and and running uh in in person tournaments and and charity events and we were like after the success of the bushfire event last year we were planning on 
doing another one um, and we were hoping to do one this year and, and obviously that just hasn't hasn't happened so hopefully next year we can we can find the time to do that beans fest like gp Ooh, scale happening. things right that's that's what yep. we want yep yeah yep uh all right here's, <laughs> here's, here's one for uh, here's one for everyone to ponder what would our world's cards be this comes from uh, from hamburger have have a bit of a think about it, it. has to be a creature right like that, yeah. that is the- yeah, I would I would assume so. I'll have to find it and I and I'll post it in the chat. I, I mean know. mine mine would probably just be Raging Goblin. <laughs> just a just a, just a one one with a red dude with haste. <laughs> That's yeah, that I would need probably to think about sum, that one. sum me up pretty pretty well. But uh, have have a bit of a think of that. And uh yeah, while while we're sort of talking about while you guys are thinking about that, uh Another question from Cat Gamer is just sort of on the, you know, sort of the future of Magic in in Australia, and and if there are more of those like ESL and Red Bull running large scale events and that sort of stuff, you know, are the Beans keen to put together teams and um, you know test for for those sorts of things and whatever? And I guess like I'll just answer that while you guys are thinking about your cards, but. Yes, like we would love to. The the problem is with most of those events is we, like we can't even play in them most of the time. I mean. Yeah, how, how many kids have we got between us? Like so many. <laughs> uh, like I've, got, I've got three. Cracker's got three. I've got four. Stu's got four. Chewie's got, got three. So Chris help has me, got that's two. a lot of kids. Yeah. yeah. So, so numbers don't go that way. Maths for blockers, man. <laughs> yeah. Like the the weekend events are very hard, and that's why we sort of run the leagues the way we do them, where you can space your your tournament uh, your matches out over the period of a few weeks and sort of play them when it suits you. But yeah, we're we're more than happy to support people in our Discord. You know, if you if if there's always people going, okay, yep, I'm playing in this Red Bull event this weekend. If you want to put together and, and make it an official team, and and there's a capability to do that, then yeah, we're more more than happy to support that sort of thing. Um, you know, it helps us with getting our our brand out there, that sort of stuff. But yeah, we we just personally struggle to be involved in in those sorts of events and. Um, I mean, it, it would be the same with us looking at running in-person paper events. As soon as you go to a in-person event, there's a whole lot more logistics and, and organisation that goes into it. Uh, whereas, sort of the the things we currently run, I you know, I do a, a fair bit of the the admin and, and the other guys sort of pitch in here and there, but it's fairly easy to do and it's sort of sort of all set up. So, uh, but yeah, we'll, it, we'll see if what there happens. was a if there was a specific event, that's exactly what I was thinking of. Stu, yeah. If there was a specific yeah. <laughs> event, like a, a Grand Prix or something that a lot of us were going to go to and we all wanted to have a crack at it, uh, uh, definitely in the lead up to that, you know, we would rally all of the people in our Discord and uh, we would we would get together and, and we could, you know, use the, the gaming channels and, and, you know, play test one another and, and things like that via webcam and absolutely leverage the, the players and the skills and the diversity of experience that we've got in our Discord uh, because, you know... us. I listened to episode one this week of our podcast and I re- reminded myself by listening to myself by saying that magic used to be a really uh, personal individual pursuit for me, but it's become a a, a group pursuit. And it, it went from, you know, convincing Cracker that he could actually play the game and, and watching Blaster Boy wherever he's gone and Stu improve and, you know, Shorty and I having that sort of friendly rivalry competition and pushing one another. Uh, but that's now extended. Like, I love, you know, when we have Red Bulls and Untapped in our leagues and such. Like, De Brooms, the classic story, right? Wooden Spoon in our first league is now playing finals. So watching mm. somebody uh, 
progress and, and get better and, you know, go from, you know, someone who, you know, similar to what I was talking about with the, the Bushwhacker example with you, Stu, going, oh, yeah, no, I'm playing against this person. I'm happy with that matchup to now I'm respecting the matchup and know I have to play really well if I want to be a, a chance here. I love that. That's the stuff that yeah. keeps me inspired and, and, and wanting to do this. So, yeah. yeah I one, one thing we um we spoke about, like, back when we could play Paper Magic, and I think you and I, Chewy, played a few events in a row. I think, uh, like, back I was playing Mono Red again, when we found that sort of tech for the uh, whatever that oh, the vehicle tank. was in the sideboard. The yeah, yeah. But one thing we... tank. Yeah, mis- mis- yeah, that's the one. Uh, one thing we spoke about back then was how awesome it would be to have a team deck you know work work together as as a team and, and i guess now that would extend to our, our community to go to an event and work on a deck and go okay this is what we're playing and turn up with i mean at the time we're talking about in paper events and it'd be like okay there's four of us turning up and we've all got the same deck sort of thing but you know getting a full beans discord team and go okay we've identified that <clears throat> mono white is the best deck it all pains me to say that I mean, and, you're uh, wrong. Uh, have you got a, a spews <laughs> button there? What's going on? Is it turns as the best uh, deck? Let's be clear. But, I don't but, think but so. Shorty, you're right in that, <laughs> yeah, yeah. that of all of the magic that we've played together and all of the tournaments that we've gone to together over you know, the last 16 or 17 years, that was probably the first time that we'd played the same 75. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and, yep. and we identified that in the weeks leading up to it and we practiced it and we tuned it and you know we we were really focused on the the planeswalker deck that was and i'm pretty sure i saw pat at that event and he was playing it like up on one of the top tables and it was like this deck beats everything except this deck which is the best deck and then mm. i can't remember how like another content creator or something but we discovered Mizium tank which is a vehicle and it was just amazing at beating the the planeswalker deck and Mm. Um, I, and and it had you know Steamkin and the stupid enchantment. Yeah, and it could it's do crazy. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I mean, it had that going for it as well. But yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, that was good. That fun. Was a, yeah, it was good. I, yep. I guess the other thing is if if we can help people, like you were saying, like if if there are things that you want to do in the Discord, and there's anything that you think that the beans with our <laughs> influence can do to help you let us know because like we we genuinely love helping people like it's it's the most fun for us and and like like should we say i think i think the most fun i've had leading up to events is when we are just prepping and focusing really hard and helping each other get better and then the event comes and you want to do well but it's kind of almost like I've done all the hard work, like either the, the cards come or they don't. Like you, you sometimes you play that matchup lottery, right? And you just lose. Like sometimes you just, you can't buy a win. And sometimes you just get every perfect top deck and you just, you can't drop a game. So like the variance of the game will get you sometimes. Um, but for me, the, all of the lead up to that has been some of the most fun and the most focused. So if we can help people do that and get results for like ESLs or, or Red Bulls or whatever, like, Hit us up, let us know. We're happy to like rally around people. It was like when Azzy G was doing well at the last um, ESL. And like even though he's a new member of the community, it was like, oh, he's in our leagues. Let's go Azzy G. And you could see like a bunch of people that in like the, the Steam in, you know, Twitch chat just like cheering him on and stuff. And like that's that's cool. Like if we can, you know, like become the beans community that gets behind and just like G's each other up, then that's that's it. I think we just genuinely love celebrating other people's success. Yeah, like, we really do. You know, 
we've got some great players in our in our Discord and following them along, especially like even just in limited and stuff like that. Just seeing people post their seven wins and stuff like I'm just always wrapped for people when they do well, even when you don't. It's okay, but we do. Yeah, love seeing seeing I, our followers I, just I, perform. I, the good beat story, bad beat story. I'm just happy to talk about magic and and support yeah. people as best I can. So yeah, absolutely. Um, Very good. I got an answer. You got an answer. Go. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Grixis and one flash two two counter target spell return target creature with converted mana cost to a listy hand. <laughs> well, that's a lot. let's go. <laughs> that's a lot going on. Return, I mean, like return another creature with. Man, to a sure. Uh, All right. To a yeah, you can't return a... it. You can't bounce yeah, it. Yeah. No, no, no. From, from your graveyard to your. Oh, from your graveyard oh. to your. Hand. Well, yeah. so you can return Snapcaster, mate. Yeah. <laughs> okay. or, or, right. or like, or you could like cast an instant. No, no, like, kind of like, what is it? Mystic Snake, except okay. not in Simic. Yeah, Grixis. <laughs> yeah, in the other <laughs> colors. Yeah. 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 Correct. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Good luck. Good luck with that. Sounds cool. Chewy, how'd you go with yours? What? Speaking of cards, sorry, I, I saw on Twitter today Thoughtseize, but white. Yeah. And so instead of losing two life, you gain two life. Sorry. Just yeah. The, the problem with that was that they left it at a single white mana. It should have been like yeah. five white white exactly. for the actual. Yeah. If it was cost. single green mana, uh, yeah, yeah. then the life gain's still on. You know, in the color pie because they care about that. <laughs> um, uh, I haven't quite nailed down the exact design, but it would be an artifact creature uh, that that had some sort of tutor effect. Perhaps when it died. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure, so I'd have to I'd have to think about it a little more. But um, a, uh, a ch- some kind of like colorless uh, complementary card to uh, Trinket Mage, so something that did yeah a similar thing perhaps when it perhaps when it died. So you could you know sacrifice it to Crack Plan Ironworks, get your mana, and then go and get something to you know, to cast. So yeah, something like that. I you know haven't quite figured it out yet. All right. Stu, did you, you come up with anything? Probably just something that's big and trampy and hasty. <laughs> I mean, listen, you guys say that there's a lot of text on my card, but do you remember Questing Beast? <laughs> yes, I was just about to say that. <laughs> well, that, does, that doesn't have trample. <laughs> that doesn't need no, it. That's it's got it's everything else. <laughs> How do you know, Stu? Whoever got to the bottom of that card? <laughs> when Not that true. card got spoiled, <laughs> I, 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 I saw that on a Facebook group and I scrolled past it because I thought, someone made some janky custom card yeah. and I was yeah. frustrated. It's like, don't make custom cards in preview season. Like, like, just wait for like two weeks. And then I saw it on like Scryfall and I'm like, what? <laughs> they, they made this card? <laughs> uh, yeah. How good crazy. was Throne of Eldraine? <laughs> good good set. Great. To, to, to it's got, slightly it's got some of my favourite good. cards in it. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Shorty? What's your world step? Yeah, yeah like my world card would, would, would be a... Uh, some sort of small red hasty hasty sort of creature uh probably with with a with a draw it might be you know a, a single red for a one one with haste and maybe like haste and trample but you've got to bounce it back to your hand after it attacks or something how, like that so how do you from a flavor shorty perspective like a card that has the shakes <laughs> What, how does that work mechanically? It's got, it's got phasing. Yeah. The, the, the listeners have no idea what you're talking about. For, for the listeners, like the people on chat might be able to see, but uh, my hands shake. Are you <laughs> accentuating that, or was that legit? Uh, no, that was that was legitimate. Yeah. This is this is great for a podcast visual yeah, media. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I've I've had uh, no no one knows what it is. I've had some thing my my entire life. My whole body shakes, uh, which means I'm constantly burning energy, which is why I 
don't put weight on, uh, which is nice, but it uh, it also means I'm cold all the time because I have no uh, no body fat. But yeah, when uh, my, my it it shows up the worst in my hand. So yeah, if you ever ever see me like holding a piece of paper, it's like yeah, it's, uh, it's not. <laughs> and, not and Cubal in the chats pointed out that it makes cracking packs very difficult as well. As we've <laughs> oh yeah, all yeah, yeah. The it makes them yeah. really tough. Yes, yes, it's amazing. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> Uh, I've got a question uh, here from um, Jedi's Walker. Uh, yep. What's your funnest way to magic? Or I suppose what would be your ideal FNM for the rest of forever? So if you, yeah, a format or a, or a way to play the game if you could only play magic in one way for the rest of your life? Cube. Probably cube for all of us. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yep. Yeah, I mean, it yeah. depends. If it's, if it's you're locked into the same cube forever, probably not. No. Like yeah. the that cube and all new, various new sets iterations and, yeah. of cube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just um, if from yeah, cube seven point Highlander would be a close second for me. Uh, but they're they're pretty similar. Uh, you know, they're just the constructed or limited version of one another, really. So yeah, but yeah, easily cube. And then yep. five person commander pods. Oh, <laughs> they go for five can, can hours. We, no can sense. we just go back real quick to talking about the shakes? Uh, the dirt list just put in uh, keyword tremor. At the beginning of each end step, if this permanent is untapped, tap it. Otherwise, untap it. That's amazing. I think that is brilliant. <laughs> oh, nice. make it happen, yeah. Watsy, please. <laughs> Keyword tremor, very good. Yeah. If you yeah, fly I'm over not- here, Debroom, Debroom's just said in the in the chat that he's still yet to cube and he needs to save it. Uh, when if if you you know we, we open our borders and you're allowed to come <laughs> yeah. and visit us here in Australia from from the states, mate, we will cube. We have three cubes amongst us and we will play them all absolutely. Well, uh, there's two weeks where you have to stay in a hotel, so you can just like lock down somewhere and we'll just cube with you for two weeks. <laughs> no, they're, they're getting rid of that actually. Oh, that's true. Yeah, cool. they are. They yeah, are. cool. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not the hugest limited fan, but Cube is definitely enjoyable. I, yeah. I much prefer constructed formats, but yeah, Cube is always a, a lot of fun and, and yeah, build build some cool decks and, well, build build some cool red or white or, or combination of the two. <laughs> You've played some different. <laughs> two, two I have, yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> mind, mind you, Shorty first picked Emrakul the Aeon's turn and I've never seen him so sad before in my life. He was, he was like, I'm trying to ramp and this is just terrible. Why would I ever yeah, do this? Didn't, Look didn't at all these red all. cards that no one's taking <laughs> yeah. and it's just... Uh, sitting here uh, with Through the Breach going, come on, Emrakul. <laughs> yeah, no, I've already got it. Question from Plunksy was, uh, who were our first bean sprouts? Which, uh, like in the Discord, which I guess is what we're sort of dubbing all of our awesome people that are listening now and uh, and joining in our community and are they still active so i don't know who the first people were in our discord i know there's you know people like like jmart i think the broom was pretty early on yeah uh child rebel walker don't mm-hmm. forget i started out as a bean sprout yeah that is that is true i was in from basically day one i think like aragoth true, I think we, we played from, in one of our yeah, first yeah, I, I know. so i've had a look I've had a look. I've scrolled up He's in the welcome it. channel. I've scrolled up. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh wow. So the, that's, that's a good that. idea. <laughs> the f- Valentine's Day. This is this is apt. Uh, the fourteenth of the second, twenty twenty ties. Oi, uh, really? Yeah, that yeah, makes yeah, sense. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So uh, followed by J Mud, Child Rebel Walker, Debrun. There you there go. You go. Nice. So that's. Uh, so but, yes, they're all still very active. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Yep, absolutely. So, 
Uh, yeah. So Ty's Tri- Tri- child rebel walkers dis- disappeared. He's had had his first true. child and uh, has been a bit preoccupied with that. But, we just uh, call him Rebel yeah, Walker sorry. now, and the, the the child mantle is passed down. Uh, but did you- yeah, I like it. So I, I'm sure Ty's and and Darkflame Ash are going what. Everyone's a bean sprout, so we we did dub them the OG bean sprouts when they uh, had a guest appearance on the cast. So uh, and then since well, I mean, then, it's t- been ties a- literally is the OG. Yeah, of, of yep, there you go. So, so um, so uh, it's ties and Ash in my mind uh, of other OG bean sprouts, even though they Ash wasn't the first person to join our Discord, but she was a she was a person that kind of coined that phrase. So, um. But yeah, Ties. Ties has been here the longest. He's been putting up with us the longest. I mean, he's been putting up with you for a very long time. <laughs> I, I've known Ties since. Yeah, I met Ties at Nationals uh, fifteen years ago at least. Yeah. So, I don't yeah. know if, if I've ever actually met him in person, but I definitely knew who he was uh, before. You know, join, joining our Discord. He was the editor of the, my first ever content creation. Was uh, I, I wrote for a, a local store here in Melbourne, Metagames. Um, holds a sort of nostalgic place in a lot of Melbourne play. Oh, Australian plays Magic Hearts. Uh, I wrote for their uh, website, and uh, Ties was he edited my articles. Uh, Ties and loves the Gareth, one of our local judges. Yeah, yeah. Did, did, yeah, the, yeah. did the editing, so they had to fix all my spelling mistakes. And um, he used to. Do you use ums in the written form as well, or <laughs> a lot? A you lot. have to edit all those out. <laughs> I used to say ob a lot, apparently, in my articles, and he used to give me a fair bit of shtick for that. So. You know. <laughs> Yeah. Ob. Ob. As, you know, that's what's wow. style at the time. Yeah. Yeah, right. Uh, Mason Edis has just posted in the chat, who do we reckon he's going to take down this league? So I'll have to see where it's... Uh, I've just brought up the bracket, so... Uh, Mason my, Edis and Group Chewy, let's go. Yeah, I mean, Mason Edis has already uh, played, like, one through those first two rounds in the, oh, well uh, the top 16, so sitting pretty still in the winner's bracket, so definitely in with a very good shot for, uh, for winning, but... Lurking down in the loser's bracket is P-Jaw. And uh, I, w- I would not be counting out P-Jaw. Just so many good performances in our events. Uh, I think uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see him making his way through the hard way and, and ending up there in the finals. What do you guys reckon? Uh, I think nobody from Group 2 has ever actually won our leagues, any of our leagues. Uh, really? So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow, so we, okay. We've lost the finals a couple of times. We haven't quite done it. So I no pressure Mason Edis, but... It's all up to you, mate. Uh, no, the other the other players from Group Stewie. Uh, from Group Stewie. Wow, no, hey, from Group hey, Stewie. Yeah. Uh, I think we're going to. Uh, it's our turn. It's 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 our time. Why not us to uh, yep. borrow that term? And De Broom's still live. He's down, lost the first round down in the in the lower bracket, but uh, still live. So, uh, still live. Yes, yes. Could could this be the the ultimate fairy tale for De Broom? Wins that last league and gets into the envy. We, 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 I hope so. We've got to see. That'd be, that'd be pretty cool. He's, yep. he's repping Group Cracker. Let's go. Yep, yep. Another question from Plunks just asking, you know, uh, he's got we've got 36 followers on Podbean, which I didn't even realise. I didn't know people really sure. followed us on Podbean, but uh, how many are other sources? I mean, we are, like, just to sort of go behind the scenes, we are very small fry. <laughs> like, we're, yeah, I mean, the the we've ticked over, we're like over 8,000 downloads on our podcast now, which is insane. 8,115. Yeah, but considering we've done a hundred episodes, it's not hard to do the math on that to work out uh, how many we're averaging for our, our episodes. So we are we are very small fry, which is not surprising for 
literally a bunch of random bean Aussie dads from uh, from Melbourne who have no clout or or any any sort of influence in the uh, <laughs> in the the social media world or, or any sort of profile. So, I mean, we are stoked with with the you know the following that we've gathered and the community that we've built um yeah we've only you know we've got a couple of hundred followers or over a couple hundred followers on twitter and twitch and those sorts of things but but that's kind of it so if you want us to be bigger and better spread the word and and get your friends onto us but not quite ready to uh quit our day jobs yet uh no as much as we might want to (laughs) And uh, as we saw with uh, people's earnings that got leaked on Twitch and and, uh, I think CGB posted what he earns off of YouTube. He he gets like 30 grand a month off of YouTube. Uh, We we earn zero from uh, from all the content that we do. Anything we earn just goes into our PayPal account and that gets paid to all of you people as prizes. So... Uh, yeah, we we don't earn anything off we do, off what we do. So, and Sh- and that, that's never been our intention either. No, we, we're never in this for the money. Uh, we just wanted to talk about magic because we like it, and uh, this gave us an excuse to do it in a structured way. So our live wives <laughs> let us do it, and here we are. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, anyone else got a question they want to ask? One off the list, or any anyone in chat? Uh, there was one here from Paulson, and I think we've already answered it, which is, what's your highlight been? I think we've answered that through other questions. Yeah. Um, uh, last question. I guess it's time for Chewy's full KCI breakdown. Yeah. Look, we're already over an hour, so unfortunately, <laughs> yeah, some, we're not going to have time this week to <laughs> oh, do wow. that. Yeah, it's already 10 o'clock, guys. Um, That's my bedtime. Yes. Uh, yeah, one like question from Cat Gamers just asking if our kids would be keen to participate. Like my kids, or, or like my daughter, Ebony, has like has played magic knows knows how to play has played in a couple of random in person paper things done a few two headed giant things uh, has played on arena she's just not really interested in it that much i know cracker estella's played a little bit before yep um stew's yep. girls play on occasion they do yes and uh chewy's eldest frankie's probably not quite old enough to be uh she has a deck it. and can understand the most basic, you know, I need this many islands to cast something with this many blue pips and, you know, add minus two from your 20 points of life is 18 and that's about it. Yep. Uh, but, yeah. But, yeah, if they're, if they're keen to play, absolutely. We'd, we'd love to have the kids in there and get them in, in the events. And who knows? It's just, uh, yeah, I mean, my daughter's 10, my oldest, and Cracker's yours is 13. 13. Ooh, Cracker's got a teenager. Goodness me. But, uh, yeah, maybe when they're a bit older, they, they might be keen. <laughs> I mean, she doesn't want anything to do with me these days. So. <laughs> well, our, our teenager was the same, so we shipped him to WA. <laughs> He's now a racist problem. I don't know if you guys have seen, but we've just had a random post from one polywaffle in the in the chat there. He's, uh, hey, he's one of yeah, the lurkers yeah. in the background. So, just uh, claiming welcome, welcome to be polywaffle. the best player. <laughs> you, you don't want to unmute yourself and uh, and jump on this here podcast that you haven't been on for oh, forever. Right uh, new Discord, who dis, polywaffle? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, we love polywaffle. Uh, uh, yeah. A couple of quick questions from, uh, from the chat. Favourite uh, LGS or least favourite LGS? Uh, I mean, we probably... Like next level games in Ringwood is probably the one we spend the most time at. I don't know games if any of us would call it our. No, yeah, it's games portal. No? Don't know if any of us would actually call it our favorite, but it's we we know Andy and uh, yeah, I've known Andy for a yeah. long time. Uh, it's it's our local. It's a, a good, really good 
modern crew there that they had going for a really long time. Did love it. But oh, OG metagames for me, not, I haven't had a store that been able to top that. I still yep. have some of their old deck boxes lying yeah, around a, too. They're an heirloom now, yeah, mate. They were <laughs> yep, I've still got some of those. Uh, least favourite magic store would have to be the Dungeon of Magic. <laughs> I don't even know if that's still around, but it is. Probably you go is. down this, it's like this in this arcade in the city in Melbourne and it's underground next door. Like you go downstairs underground and there's a Salvos next to it, or there was, and then you go around the corner and there's the dungeon of magic and it's like as you go down the stairs just this wave of stench it's a literal dungeon <laughs> it's you and you walk in and it's like you go past the salvos so there's like old clothes and bags of stuff everywhere and then you go into this dungeon and it's like oh man it's it's ripe in here yeah <laughs> first first there. store that i bought actually bought magic products from actually yeah, i bought a, a pack of judgment there you uh, go. From from back in the day. And then I went I, I went there first and then I went to Card Heaven and I was like, Oh, this people behind the counter here are actually helpful. Yeah, yeah. Actually. And and that was <laughs> yeah. my store for a really long time. Yeah, Card, they... Card Heaven would probably be my favourite. I, I I went to Metagames a few times, but yeah, best memories from, from Card Heaven, uh, which sadly no longer exists. Just just waiting for Pat to open a store, by the way. That'll be good. Yeah. That would become my new favourite, Pat, if that's the incentive that you're looking for. Yep. Be my as long as we don't have to go to Wagga to get to it. That's, oh, I've got to go there to visit mum anyway. Free accommodation. <laughs> in the, in the Melbourne, the in the eastern suburbs. Yeah, correct. <laughs> that sounds good. Uh, J-Mud said in chat the dungeon was his OG favourite from 1992. Wow. Meanwhile, that's, uh, said, my wife once described it as the place that gaming store cliches go to die. <laughs> Oh, very good. That's uh, but yeah, the uh, Melbourne the, coming soon. Yeah, yeah. The, the post from uh, that Wally Wally Poffle Polly Waffle. Wow, the, this po- this podcast been going off too long now. Uh, was responding to his who's the best player in the beans, and uh, Chewie's response was that it's clearly him as he's flashing everybody in the uh, in the no, the chat not, here. Not actual flashing, just no, to be very clear. His, uh, <laughs> his pro tour competitor badge that I'm sure he's just printed himself and laminated and. Uh, Maybe we should all make one and uh, and just you know next time he shows. I'll it, just wear like, the hey, shirt. <laughs> Mate, have you heard of eBay? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, I think I think we've been through that before. As uh, we we've all got our strengths and weaknesses, and uh, I don't think any of us would claim to be the the best magic player. At the, oh no, I would. No, I'm world. kidding. No. <laughs> I I think if you combined all of our skills together, you've probably got a, an okay player. Uh, a decent player, yep. yeah. Yeah, I'm you... probably contributing about 0.1 percent of that, but that's oh, all right. so so more than some others. I won't say who. <laughs> <laughs> wow, <laughs> shots fired. Just <laughs> we don't know in which direction. Bang bang. Drew's <laughs> <laughs> uh, an equal opportunist. He'll shoot everybody. <laughs> yep. yep. <laughs> All right. Well, I think uh, that should probably do us. This has been going on for a while. And, and yes, to Broom, we will be editing this. This will go out in podcast form. Uh, it might be a bit raw. And, and hopefully for those of you out there listening to this in the podcast version, you still enjoy it and it still makes a bit of bit of sense. Uh, I've certainly had fun tonight doing this. Yeah, this it's is, been great. Yeah, it's good. first for us. But yeah, I, I, I can't believe we're here at 100 episodes. I remember when we first started the podcast, uh, you know, I'd heard from... When we first started, I was listening to podcasts about doing podcasts. <laughs> yep. I was, I was like, All right, I want to do this properly. And uh, nine episodes was the the point where most podcasts fail. So if if you got past the nine episodes, it's like, okay, yep, you're you're doing well, uh, and we've we've clearly passed that. 
And uh, yeah, hitting hitting a hundred is pretty crazy. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know how many more we're going to do. Maybe this will be the last one. We never record no, again. <laughs> it's too much fun, right? Well, you it's, it's, it's able to talk about magic. It's just never going to like unless. I mean, we're just going to talk about it anyway, man. So we might as well just press record. Unless yeah. once and you I, do something that, that absolutely horrible that puts everybody off, this will continue. They've done some yep. horrible things in the past that haven't put us off, so. They're Could okay. be pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. But yeah, so. I I'm stoked. I, I'm actually pretty chuffed with what we've done, uh, and I love the you know it's the podcast has almost been a bit secondary to the the leagues, the tournament series, and the community. And uh, I you know that's that's the big thing for me, and the, and the podcast has just kind of been something that helps in that space. So uh, I uh, I love it. It's good. Yep. I'm going to keep doing it for as long as I can talk about magic, which. Will be forever. <laughs> that I can, I can can confirm can confirm <laughs> that, that is accurate. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's like as a just a sort of final thing out the door. Uh, speaking of the leagues, we are in the midst of our league finals, as we mentioned before. So you've got one week left for those players playing in the top sixteen. You need to have your matches done by next Friday night. Uh, so get on to those. Got to get those first two rounds done. And then we are streaming the finals, which we haven't spoken about yet, but we can actually do this in person. I don't know if, if it's actually going to work for us, but uh, Saturday, November the 6th is when the, the league finals will be on. So potentially in-person beans stream again for the first time since, I don't even know, when was the Envy the last one we did? Or have we done a league this year in, in person? I, I don't know. Can't, can't remember, but uh, either way, November the 6th, so... Uh, yeah, get get those matches done. And then this weekend, this Saturday, in a couple of days' time from when we're recording this, we've got our historic event. So there's 22 players registered for that one already, which is pretty good. Uh, yeah, So jump in and register for that. It's the last chance to get those Envy points. JMUD has posted up the current standings for the Envy, and there's a few players that are on that bubble where if you pick up those last couple of points, you'll be locking yourself in for a for an envy spot. So get in on that. And as always, there's cash and prizes. I think it's over over 250 bucks in cash and prizes. And uh, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll give away some other random door prizes and things as well. So get in on that. Uh, I guess I should wrap the podcast up as we normally do with, with all the other reminders. Uh, if you're not in our Discord and you're not one of these awesome people that have been listening to us and watching us live... You've missed out, so come and jump you? in our Discord and uh, be there for the next time we do this. We Maybe we can make this not an every week thing, but uh, a bit more of a, a common thing. So, uh, yeah, the link for that is always in the show notes. Uh, there's the link in the show notes for our merch store. If you want to pick up a sweet T-shirt like Cracker's wearing right now, uh, you can go and grab one of those or a hoodie or, or something else. Can and, I buy that yeah. one off Cracker? <laughs> sure. Sure. Yep. yep. Speaking uh, of smells. <laughs> Oh, smell good, man. <laughs> Dungeon of magic, right? <laughs> no, 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 uh, as as we mentioned before, the uh, the proceeds from that just literally go straight back into the events that we run. So go and uh, go and support us there. Check out our awesome sponsors. Uh, Pat is still in the chat, uh, which is awesome to see. Thanks, Pat, for hanging around. But yeah, jpmtgbazaar.com.au. Join the Facebook group. Get in on those nightly auctions or daily auctions for some physical magic cards pick yourself up some bargains especially heaps of really good stuff for commander and with uh, with restrictions easing around australia there's going to be more time to play paper magic so go and pick up some of those cards uh, if you want to find us uh, anywhere 
you know, Twitch, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, all those places, just search for Magic Beans or Magic Beans Cast and you should be able to find us there. If you want to find me on Twitter, I am at Peace Inc. Chewy, you are? At Chewy MTG. Cracker? At Joel Hill underscore. And Stu? At M Stewie. Very good. So thank you as always for listening. Stay safe out there and we will see you all next time. So to combo off with Crack Clean Ironworks, you first need to assemble oh, scrap crawler, Crack Clean Ironworks, <laughs> Pyrite Spellbomb, Mox Opal, and Chromatic Sphere.